Welcome to the Experience Starving Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Madison Carey and Alan Kritha Bouchon. Madison and Alan Kritha are second year students in the full-time MBA class of 2024 here at the Darwin School of Business, and they were also chairs of the Graduate Women in Business Conference that took place earlier this year. I recently connected with Madison and Alan Kritha to talk more about their backgrounds, what led them to Darden, as well as how things went with the GWIP conference this year. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Madison Carey and Alan Kritha Bouchon. Madison, Alan Kritha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Brett. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, Madison, how's everything going? Uh, how, how, how's life? It's going well. Um, came back from Thanksgiving break and hit the ground running a bit within the quarter, but all very exciting stuff. So good to be back. All right. Along Krita, how about how about for you? How how are things? Same here. I actually spent Thanksgiving break here in Charlottesville, so it was super relaxing. And you know, now that we're a couple of weeks out from winter break, second year is busier than ever, but enjoying it just as much. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think things slow down in the second year based upon my conversations here on the podcast. Uh, people, uh, they're picking their classes, certainly taking electives, but I'm amazed by the number of electives people are taking uh, combined with all the leadership roles and other extracurricular things they have going on. It's definitely a, a very full year. Uh, well, I appreciate both of you coming on the podcast. We're going to talk about the Graduate Women in Business uh, GWIB conference uh, that happened earlier this year. Um, but before we get there, I want to take some time uh, to talk a little bit more about you and your respective backgrounds and what led you to Darden, all these kinds of questions. So, Alankritha, can I come to you first? Uh, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you did before coming to Darden. Of course. Um, who am I? That's that's a loaded question. <laughs> uh, but I can say I'm originally from India. I grew up in Mumbai and Bangalore. Um, and yeah, um, I did my undergrad in finance and international business uh, in Bangalore in Christ University. And then post that, I worked at Goldman Sachs for about two years. Um, when I was at Goldman Sachs, I kind of, you know, was enjoying my work a lot. Uh, but it was definitely a small niche that I jumped into straight out of undergrad um, and hit a ceiling. And that's when I knew that, you know, there was two ways for me to go. One was either the MBA route or a specialized master's route. And uh, and that's when I started looking at this journey and got into it. And, you know, Darden was something that was really attractive to me. I can go into later why that was such an amazing decision for my career. But um, it felt like the right choice. And I applied and also worked, you know, when I was going through this decision-making process, worked at a startup in their consumer and retail um, space, talking more into the roll-up model, which was new and exciting in India. So really came through with that, followed my passion a little bit, came to Darden, and now I'll be going into consulting. All right. Thank you uh, for, for sharing that. Madison, tell us more about you. What did you do before coming to Darden? That's way back. Um, grew up in Southern California, got my undergrad degree at Vanderbilt University in Nashville, where I studied classics. Um, so absolutely no business-related background in terms of course of study prior to business school. Um, but I spent the next four years after college at Infosys Consulting, doing organizational change management on large-scale technology implementations, um, handling mainly training and communications um, whenever there was a large tech transformation at a company. And 
spent four years doing that, but after four years was just really wanting to broaden, broaden my horizons and try something new. So started looking into business schools and Darden based on kind of what I was looking for in terms of um, education. I wanted that case method classroom and um, community were just kind of the two big things that really drew me to Darden. And um, that's how I ended up here. What was it about the case method uh, that appealed to you? I think there's something about learning through. I learn better through getting to speak out and speak back um, kind of what we're learning about and talk through it in a way. And there's some um, benefit to hearing your classmates work through problems and kind of work through these business problems together that just really engages my mind in a way that I knew sitting in a lecture hall wouldn't. Um, so just getting to hear the different perspectives that everyone brings to a subject, along with just getting to all pile in and work together towards the solution has really just enhanced my learning in a way that I never anticipated coming in. Along, Krita, you, you mentioned uh, that Darden really resonated with you as you were doing your MBA research. What was it about Darden uh, that stood out? Um, there's two things for me, and I think it's very similar to what Madison mentioned. Um, you know, I always knew that the lecture format wasn't my optimum way of working, uh, and I think the undergrad experience definitely taught me that. So the case method um, was something I was really intrigued by. And I think Darden Admissions does a great job about having a couple of, um, you know, calls for prospective students on what the case method feels like. So I definitely joined a couple of those and, and it, it was an experience that I truly enjoyed. Um, and so that was the first thing. And secondly, as an international student, I wanted to come to a school which uh, prided itself on making sure students formed a very close-knit community because an MBA to a large extent is learning from your peers, learning from your faculty inside and outside of the classroom. Um, and I, you know, cannot say that that is not true at Darden because it's Charlottesville, it's a small little town and everyone kind of gets to know each other very, very closely with their families, with, you know, who they are, who they bring themselves to as in business school. So it's, it's definitely been um, exactly what I wanted and a highly rewarding experience. Well, that's great. And and I appreciate uh, both of you have really channeled this, like thinking about yourself, knowing what it, how you best learn and what you're really looking for um, as part of your MBA research process. I think sometimes when we talk with prospective students, it does seem like they're reading on the Internet. They're getting a lot of advice and opinions from other people. You can sometimes your own preferences or what may be best for you can get lost in the shuffle of all that. There's a lot of, a lot of noise. There's a lot of data. But kind of coming back to what's most important to you as you, as you think about your own MBA journey is, is a good way to approach it. Um, so, Madison, you come you come to Darden, you're a your classics uh, major uh, from undergrad. You'd spent time in, in the consulting industry. Uh, what was that that uh, first uh, few? What were the few, first few months as a Darden student like for you? They were definitely a lot. I had never taken a finance class. I'd done very basic accounting, um, and Darden just kind of throws you right into it. Uh, you're given a learning team. You're put in a classroom with a section of about seventy other people, and just kind of hit the ground running from day one. Um, which definitely was just a lot at the beginning, but honestly helped a lot with just getting right into it too. Um, the learning team was incredibly helpful in all of those areas that I had never touched before in terms of business education. Um, 
and I got very lucky in the sense of, you know, we all got along well and were able to support each other kind of through both those first few weeks and the rest of Darden Core. Um, but just thinking back, it was it was a lot, but it kind of started settling in as you get adjusted to it, get used to it. And I think Darden does a good job of helping you set up a community that can support you through those first few weeks that can kind of make your head spin a little bit. Um, you get to know people right off the bat through those communities that are formed for you in your section and your learning team and through clubs and organizations that you join, um, which definitely makes everything easier as you continue going through the process. I appreciate your, your mentioning uh, the resources and support available to students. When do you think it felt um, like you kind of had maybe a handle on things? So you think it was maybe after quarter one into quarter two, maybe longer than that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Um, the one trick, at least at the beginning, is that once you feel like you have your feet under you in one area, something else kind of comes up. You get set with classes and learning team and that schedule, and then recruiting starts to pick up. And then certain um, club events start to pick up. Darting Cup gets really exciting, and everyone's even more invested in it. And so I think in terms of class, I felt like once I'd gotten through Q1, I felt that I had a good sense of what being in the classroom felt like, what going through a whole quarter felt like, wasn't quite as anxious about exams or learning the material because I felt confident that I was um, retaining it in the way that I wanted to and that I had the network around me to help me support the learning in areas that I needed more help. Um, and I think with everything else, it's just a constant way of figuring out how to balance your time and what other things are important to you at school and what events. Um, you want to go to, what clubs you want to be a part of, and just all those things outside of school that are all really fun. Um, but definitely, you know, things pick up and slow down and it's always unpredictable and it's a really exciting thing, but um, sometimes feels hard to always have your feet under you. <laughs> I can understand that. And I think one of the things that we've heard pretty consistently from guests on the podcast is being very clear about your own priorities. Uh, this is important in the MBA research process. It's important once you get here because there's just so much opportunity, so many different ways for you to spend your time, but figuring out what's most important to you, where you want to put your energy, since you can't do everything all, all the all the time. Um, Alonkritha, um, how about for you? Um, you know, what was that first? Uh, what were the first few months of the first year like? It was definitely, um, I would say, overwhelming, uh, you know, because when you come here and it's not particularly Darden, but I think it's an environment that, especially for me, I I come from hustling, bustling cities like Mumbai and Bangalore and Charlottesville is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and, you know, uh, when you come here it, and this is like, you know, the first time I'm living in the U.S., um, it's people who are all new to me and, you know, we're forming those roots and we're forming community. We're getting used to classes. So it's a lot all at once. But I think that, you know, similar to what Madison said, it's an amazing lesson in trying to understand um, how to manage your time better. Because you do want to hang out with your friends and go to the barbecues every other day. But you also want to be able to be home and be present in class and spend time with your learning team and form bonds with different people. So I think that, you know, having this environment teaches you how to manage time, but also how to rely on the people around you, similar to what Madison said. You know, if if you want to go hang out at the 
at the barbecue for your class, you kind of have to trust that your learning teammate is going to do the case for tomorrow. Um, and, you know, so that you can enjoy being present there, but also come back and be prepared for class. So it's, it's a beautiful system. It's overwhelming. But like Madison said, you know, once you understand the system and once you embrace it, um, it, it really teaches you some important lessons. My sense from talking with students is that relying on other people, um, you know, saying like, okay, my learning team's got this. I don't have to necessarily do everything all the time. Um, that's a bit of an adjustment uh, for for people, maybe a little bit different than their other educational experience prior to, experiences prior to Darden. Oh, a hundred percent, right? Because of course, I mean, I think all of us, when you can see the output from the start to the finish, you have complete confidence in it. But when it's in someone else's hand, especially someone you met two weeks ago, uh, it's a little hard <laughs> to trust your preparation in their hand. But I think um, that's that's kind of the beauty of the system, right? Is you have so many cases to do and so much to cover, like in terms of ground. If you try to do it all by yourself, you, you're basically gonna compromise on a lot of the Darden experience, which you then don't want to do as well. So it's it's kind of a trial by fire where like hey if you don't release the reins a little bit here you're the one who's going to be losing out and uh, and when you do release the reins and you know your team's got your back um it's it's actually a beautiful experience and it teaches you a lot about functioning in teams and delegating work um even if it's something that's directly related to your class participation or your outcomes well i'm curious how you spent your summer uh, madison what did you do this past summer at Boston Consulting Group in their Nashville office. So back to where I spent my college years, which was a lot of fun and definitely felt like all the aspects we've been speaking about in terms of being at Darden prepared me well for that. Um, you know, you have to be good at working in a team environment. You have to understand that you can't control everything. You have to rely on that team to be able to kind of get the bulk of your work over the finish line. And, um, it was nice to be in the environment and kind of hearing terms and hearing concepts that I'd learned in class all year and really feeling like I had a grasp on conversations that were going on around the office, um, all the different moving pieces of the project that I was on and feeling like that was something that I had a much better understanding of and could conceptualize better than I'd ever been able to prior to getting through first year core. Um, so that definitely made all the long hours kind of trying to work through DCFs or figure out accounting. Um, very worth it in my mind when I realized how much I'd retained and how much it helped me. Um, and then definitely just the community and team aspect of Darden and the way that everything has set up prepared me very, very well for being able to work in that team environment in my consulting in internship. Hello, Krita. Uh, what was your summer like um, this past summer? Over the summer, I was working at Bain & Company, which um, is another consulting firm. I was based in Atlanta. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the Darden core is important because it it really prepares you for your summer. And it doesn't matter if that's in consulting or general management or I think a lot of our peers went into varied careers. I think that's the beauty of core is um, is you come in with your legs strong, you have fundamental concepts across the board. And so when I went into my summer experience, I definitely felt prepared to go into any type of project that I was going to be put on. Um, 
and overall, I think that, you know, we had such a strong Darden presence, um, alumni uh, in terms of current students, et cetera, who are in Atlanta, which made, uh, you know, someone for me who's never been to Atlanta before, never lived in Atlanta, uh, made it home for me. So I'm really excited to go after graduation and really um, get back to the Darden community and to Bain. All right, well, let's uh, turn our attention to talk about this year's GWIP conference. Uh, graduate Women in Business Student Organization, our longtime podcast listeners have uh, heard about this organization before. We've had many student leaders from, from GWIP on, on, the, on the podcast and excited to have you here. We've had past conference chairs uh, on the podcast. And so um, this is something of an annual tradition. So uh, Madison, you wanna tell us a little bit more about what the GWIP conference is all about, You know, what the goal uh, of the conference is? So the GWIP conference is mainly about a few things. Um, it's the one opportunity we have where we bring our sponsors from different um, companies to Darden for an opportunity to network with current students. Um, so it's a forum to just bring women together, um, both to talk about careers, but also just to talk about um, the future in general. So while there are opportunities for career networking and kind of getting to know um, different corporate sponsors, it's also an opportunity for a lot of, um, we have workshops that are kind of structured around different aspects of the theme. Um, this year we had the theme centered around navigating your next. So we had workshops that were meant to, led by our sponsors that were meant to um, kind of help women think about how they wanted to plan out their career post-Darden, Think through the things that are important to them in their future and just how to structure um, looking to those next steps um, in the future post MBA. And we had a keynote speaker who spoke to her own career journey, um, which was really inspiring to kick off that first morning um, and just provided an opportunity for women to just come together, get to know each other and go through a little bit of the recruiting process, just in a way catered more towards them. Well, Krita, there's many ways for students to get involved in their second year. What attracted you to serving as one of the GWIB conference co-chairs? Um, I think for me, GWIB was where I found my community in the first year. I was a gender equity rep for my section as well. And, you know, really connecting with the women in my section um, and connecting with the other gender equity reps from the other sections um, helped me find community here at Darden. And I think that getting involved into QUIB was a natural result of that because I wanted to give that back um, to the women who came in in the first year and give them a sense of belonging that I felt. Um, in terms of conference, what drove me to conference was, you know, echoing what Madison said, but the GWIP conference has a unique way of being much more than a career conference, right? It's so much more holistic. You have women who come from all of these companies who are alumni of Darden, who talk about their career journeys, who talk about their ups and downs, who give you an insight into what it is like to be a woman in the workplace. And these are candid conversations of women who are there to support us. Um, while we're in school and when we're out of school. So it truly feels like such a reaffirming, you know, two days where you feel supported, you feel like you resonate with, you know, why you're here and what you're doing and you feel more confident. And so I came out of the conference really feeling invigorated and ready to go back into recruiting and, and you know, understanding what was unique about me 
and what my strength was. So um, that is what pulled me to be a conference chair and make sure that, you know, we had a similar experience um, when I was organizing it. Madison, uh, what led you to serve as a conference co-chair? Um, I would say similar experience with conference last year for me. Um, kind of went into it not knowing what to expect and came out of it with uh, just reinvigorated and refocused um, lens on recruiting. And just also, I think conference was one of those first times where I really felt a large sense of community with the women at Darden, which was it was the first really big event. Um, for just women outside of one of those welcoming brunches. So I wanted to be a part of planning that for um, the next year's class as well. Um, and as Alankartha mentioned, just making sure that that experience was consistent um, and organized in a way that, you know, could help make the first year women of this year feel the same way that we both felt coming out of it last year. Yeah. Uh I will say I've been just so struck by how big a role students play in kind of shaping the extracurricular experience here at Darden, how many conferences and activities uh, that go on outside of the classroom. I mean, Darden students are very, very busy, and yet they have time to execute these kinds of, kinds of conferences. I know a lot of planning uh, goes into it. Uh, Alankritha, what was, was there a highlight from this year's conference that you would want to share uh, with our listeners here or, or a couple of highlights? I think a definite highlight for us, um, I think there's two main things that I would like to say. Um, first one being we did our annual Share Your Power workshop, which was led by faculty this year, um, thanks to our, um, you know, VP of Academics at GWIB, who was able to reach out and help us plan that. It was a beautiful experience because this workshop is um, a workshop that happens with women of each section and uh, moderated by faculty where they discuss and you know share their superpowers and reaffirm one another's superpowers. So these are women you're in class with every day for five to six hours who see you and who um, you know in many ways boost your confidence and tell you how amazing you are. And I loved that the last year. And I think when we did that this year with faculty in the mix, it really gave a beautiful connection um, which which really is an embodiment of the Darden community. And I think um, the second thing that I would say is um, a women in finance panel that we did um, with, you know, with the finance club, as well as Alina, uh, who is our faculty member who moderated the discussion. This was three women who specifically have had careers in corporate finance and investment banking uh, and multiple facets. And I think that, you know, generally with, with the conference, we like to have a depth and a breadth of recruiters and here showing the women of the first year um, that they can have whatever they want in their careers. And there's women to walk them through the experiences, walk them through their their own, you know, mistakes and successes and etc. was uh, was, I think, a highly rewarding and well attended panel. Madison, what were the highlights uh, for you from this year's conference? I think in addition to what's already been mentioned, um, something I enjoyed a lot was, especially on day two, we'll have a lot of moments that are just open socializing and open networking, particularly a first coffee and then lunch to close out the conference. And I think after putting all this effort into putting the conference on and kind of worrying about how it was all going to go, getting to sit back at both of those events and just watch the connections being made and watch people 
sit at their lunch tables for way longer than we dedicated to time for lunch or just be hanging out and really bonding in that first coffee session. We had a photographer going around and the pictures that came out of that were just so wonderful to look back on. But just seeing the real genuine connections being made both between women in the first year class and women at Darden with the um, campus reps and alumni who had come back from our sponsors um, was just really rewarding to see. I wonder, you, you both have mentioned how GWIB during your first year was really a, so, a source of community and, and helped you uh, feel at home at Darden. Um, Alon, Kritha, what, what has GWIB meant to you in your second year? Is it same? Uh, has it expanded? Uh, I'm curious. It's only expanded because there's just more women you get to know. <laughs> but I think, you know, um, our GWIB board this year has been so um, tight-knit. We've been each other's supports whenever we've had, you know, responsibilities, but also the happy moments we we kind of seek seek each other out and spend it with each other. We really found a group of women who celebrate one another and want, I mean, they have a passion to celebrate other women in the class. So, um, you know, my involvement with GWIB has transitioned a little bit because in my second year, um, I'm more of a mentor and a coach and, you know, ways in which I'm able to engage with first years um, and help them, you know, feel like they belong and help them wherever they need me to help. So it's been a highly rewarding experience and an experience where I've been able to discover a side of me, which has been new and, uh, you know, different on how I'm able to coach and mentor effectively and how I'm able to, you know, foster a sense of belonging to um the women that are in the first year class. So it's been beautiful. Madison, what has like, what meant to you as you moved into your second year? I would just reiterate, being a part of the board has definitely enhanced um, my experience of being a part of the club. It's a wonderful group of women and getting to be a part of kind of setting that experience for the rest of the women at Darden and getting to, you know, see the passion and excitement that each of these women have around um, framing and setting that experience has been a wonderful part of my Darden journey and something I'll definitely treasure long after I graduate. Um, and I think in addition to that, just being able to serve as a mentor, um, get to make decisions that kind of set the tone for the women um, in the first year class in particular um, and set that experience, you know, of this class year and get to be a part of those decisions and have a real impact on what that looks like for women at the school um, has been really rewarding as well. Well, Madison, I wonder what, what are you looking forward to in the in the coming months? Uh, if anything on, on your bucket list, so to speak, before uh, graduation? Oh, gosh. Um, I think I'm really looking forward to just getting to throw myself into the community a bit more. I think there's a lot of you know, really fun events, both in the broader UVA community and within the Darden community coming up in the coming months that I'm really looking forward to. I think off the top, you know, we have Lighting of the Lawn tomorrow night here in Charlottesville at UVA that I'm really excited to get to go to. Um, we have Darden Cup Bowling tonight and just all those events with my section and kind of getting to cheer on the school um, is stuff I'm looking forward to getting to be a part of as well. Um, and then just generally soaking up the rest of the time here um, and enjoying all the wonderful people I've gotten to know um, in the time we have left. Hello, Kritha. Well, what's, uh, what are you looking forward to uh, in, the, in the coming months? What are you excited about? I'm honestly excited to 
just relax and spend time with the people I've met here, right? Because uh, I know the real world is out there waiting for us and, and Charlottesville is a beautiful little escape from it all. <laughs> and so I think, you know, like like Madison said, I've, I've really been throwing myself into the UVA community a lot more. Um, they have wonderful, like I went for a theater musical that was there. I went to the basketball game, the last football game. Um, there's just so much happening always here. And when, you know, spring comes, I'm really excited to be outdoors again and, you know, engage with the Darden community and really spend time at every single Darden Cup event. Of course, we have to keep cheering our sections on and, you know, make use of it while we're here. And um, really, you know, I think one more thing that I've been doing a lot more and I'm excited to do in the coming months is um, engage with faculty a lot more closely. Um, They really are some amazing minds here at Darden who really teach us and, you know, um, engaging with them, getting to know them outside the classroom has been an amazing experience. And I hope to continue to do that and make some connections with them that I can always, you know, um, rely on them when I need it, even when I'm outside of Darden. This may be uh, maybe an unfair or potentially impossible question, um, but you're now at a point in the program where you're starting to move into your last uh, semester. And so you have some perspective uh, on on experience. Um, is there is there a class along Kritha or a few classes that jump out to you that you uh, that had a lot of impact on you that you really enjoyed? Could be from the core, could be an elective uh, that you've taken. Anything come to mind? Yeah, I have so many. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, overall, I would say there's about two to three classes that stood out for me and changed my perception. Um, I loved CORE, I will say that. And I think we have phenomenal professors, um, you know, Mark Lipson, Bosun, Serena Haggerty, all of them are amazing stars and Alina, of course. But I think in the electives, um, the first one would be the reading seminar. I It's essentially where a group of 12 students, we read a book every week and we come in to discuss it from a perspective of leadership and management. And um, there's nothing like learning from your peers. There really isn't because you read a book and you think that, oh, that's what the book is. But then you have 12 people talking about it and you're like, oh, well, <laughs> that was not what the book was about at all. So it's it's really uh, enlightening. I think another class, which is, um, you know, a cliched favorite, but Paths to Power, I've taken it this time. And uh, it really pushes you. It pushes you to examine how you think of yourself, how you react to situations, um, and, you know, makes you grow. And I think that the LO class did that a lot in core as well, where, you know, it really, um, I think leadership and leadership-focused classes are so important here at Darden, um, especially for someone like me who had a business background. It is so rewarding to come in and you know, delve into classes that shape who you are as an individual, help you question your biases, help you question your perspective, um, and really make you a more well-rounded individual. So, you know, those are the classes I'm taking. I'm excited for the Mead seminar too with my clinics. There are so many fun classes. I I can write a blog post about it. <laughs> Madison, same question for you. Any classes jump out from your your first few semesters here? The favorite elective that I've taken just far has been a semester-long elective that I've been taking this fall about financial crises and civic reactions. Um, It's been a really interesting confluence of economics, finance, and then history, which as a former classics major, I very much appreciate. Um, And it's definitely just shifted the way that I 
look at the past, um, as well as look at the events going on around us, look towards the future, um, and really kind of reshaped my understanding of, you know, history that I studied when I was younger and thought I knew every angle of, and <laughs> looking at um, kind of the financial side of it has definitely um, been a really exciting thing. Um, and the class is just incredibly engaging, and I, I look forward to it every week. Yeah, I think that was a class elective that was originally developed by former Dean, Dean Emeritus uh, Bob Bruner. Um, and uh, I would expect there's a fair amount of reading in that class, knowing uh, Dean Bruner. Uh, he just published, uh, for our listeners, if you're a reader and you enjoy business-related books and even, even some fiction recommendations on his blog, he always recommends his favorite books of the past year. So a fair amount of reading in that class, Madison? Some, some fairly long cases, um, but I think um, some of them go a lot faster than I would expect. <laughs> All right. Um, another maybe impossible question, but I, I wonder, I think also you're kind of at a point where you have maybe a little bit more perspective on the experience. Madison. When you think about who you were when you showed up at Darwin to who you are now, how do you think you've grown and, and developed over, over this period? Oh, gosh, that is definitely <laughs> a tougher question. I think some of the ways that are maybe more obvious is I've definitely grown as a communicator. I think through class, having to speak um, in a case method class all the time definitely helps with communication skills. We had our leadership communication class. And then just being able to talk on your feet when you're cold called is something that gave me a lot of anxiety when I first showed up at Darden. And now after about a year and a half of going through that, I, I feel much more confident and like I can you know respond to questions I wasn't expecting and think on my feet a little bit better. Um, it's definitely also helped me develop just the skills that I was hoping to get coming into business school in terms of general knowledge, um, communication also being a big part of that. And I feel like prepared me very well for the next steps that I want to take in my career, both from what I've learned here, as well as, um, you know, in the class, as well as what I've learned from the people I've been able to engage with and meet here and the different perspectives that I've been able to encounter and learn more about. Um, I definitely feel much more prepared for these next steps than I ever thought I could have a year and a half ago. Yeah, I appreciate all of those things. And uh, thinking on your feet probably comes in handy where the podcast host asks you a question that didn't share with you prior to the podcast. So um, thank you. Thank you for, um, for your response. Alon Krita, same question for you. Like when you look at who you are now versus, you know, when you showed up here at Darden, how do you, how do you feel like you've grown and, and developed over this uh, period? Tremendously, I think. You know, uh, there's been such a leadership focus, and I've done that consciously, of course. But I've really seen myself in terms of my leadership aptitude um, grow tremendously in terms of how I build relationships, how I engage with individuals who are my peers, who are my superiors, who report to me, um, you know, and especially as somebody who is understanding the context um, of a country that she didn't grow up in as well. Um, you know, I think it's been a wonderful experience for me and a safe space in Darden for me to learn, experiment and grow as an individual. Um, I think, you know, of course, 
echoing what Madison said, I, you learn a lot about communication. The case method forces you to problem solve on your feet too, because you're sitting there and you know your professor's throwing curveballs at you uh, and you're like, oh, okay, what can I think of to help solve this case and how to solve this protagonist to get out of trouble? So, you know, there's so many different things in terms of how you think on your feet as well as how you absorb and incorporate other people's opinions and other people's knowledge and expertise, um, which I think is, is amazing. And, you know, I'll round it up by saying that it really, I'm excited to go back into the real world, which, which sounds crazy, but I'm excited to put all of this to use and, and see how much I've developed from the person I was before I came to B school in a work environment to now the person that, you know, I know I will be, um, post Darden. So I'm really excited for that. All right. Well, uh, last question uh, for you, Alan Kothalaji, let's start on, on this one. Uh, what's a piece of advice you would share with our prospective student listeners, something for them to consider as they uh, go forth on their own MBA journeys? I think that there's, you know, there's two steps to this. One, I feel like when you are considering the MBA journey, it's really important, like we you know, started this podcast out with, is having self-awareness and um, really understanding what is important to you as an individual and what you want out of the journey. Uh, I think that that reflection can, can help you make the most out of your MBA journey, um, you know, irrespective of how it pans out. And I think the next thing I would say is once you're in the MBA program, you need to throw yourself in. You are not here to, you know, um, immerse yourself halfway, take some space. You know, you, you got to put in head first. You got to jump in head first and, and you got to experience everything that the people around you have to give, the community has to give you, the school has to give you and really, you know, adapt to that experience because that's when it's truly transformative. Um, yeah. Madison, same question. A uh, piece of advice uh, for our listeners? Just reiterate what Alan Carter said, just know yourself um, as you're going through the process, making these decisions. I think doing that self-reflection and knowing what you want to get out of your MBA program is very helpful in helping you make the decisions on whether or not to pursue it, where you want to go. Um, and that's really what's helped me be able to take full advantage of being here um, because I knew going into it that, you know, I'd done that self-reflection. I knew what I wanted. And I knew that Darden was going to be the best opportunity to give me what I wanted. Um, so I think just that self-reflection piece and then kind of once you've done that and made the decisions that, you know, that entails, um, just don't look back and throw yourself full force into it. Well, Madison, Alan Kurtha, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. It's been such a pleasure uh, talking with you and, um, I guess you got maybe some exams in your future. So uh, good good luck as you close out uh, this quarter and the semester. And um, so appreciate your, your sharing perspectives and your time with our listeners today. Of course. Thanks, Brett. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. And that was my interview with Madison Carey and Alan Kritha Bouchon, two second year students in Darden's full-time MBA class of 2024. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's C-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.